Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. What's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. So glad to have you here with us for another awesome episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, one of the best parts of our student experience here at the Speaker Lab is the coaching that is integrated into our programs. And our team has the experience and expertise that it takes to help our students gain confidence, clarity, and follow that clear path to their own speaking success. And so during our Coaches Corner podcast series, you're going to have the opportunity to hear from our Director of Student Success, Mary Alice Goldsmith, and a member of our coaching team. So whether you are at the very beginning of your speaking journey or or a well-seasoned veteran in the industry. Regardless, our coaches are meeting you where you're at and equipping you to take you to the next level. So I'm going to hand the mic over to them. And I know that you're going to love hearing from our coaches. So let's get right into it. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. I'm Mary Alice Goldsmith, Director of Student Success at the Speaker Lab. And today I'm joined by our very own elite concierge and coach, Katie Campbell for this episode of the Coach's Corner series, where we are going to deep dive into the best advice for aspiring speakers. So excited to be with you today, Katie, how are you? I'm good, excited to be here, thanks. Yeah, no, I love it. I love talking shop with you, oh, uh, this, especially this topic. I think, you know, we have our students who we inspire and motivate on a daily basis, but we also have people who are listening to our podcast who are aspiring to be speakers and maybe they are doing it on their own. And so this advice is for both for students and for um, hopefully future students. Uh, but what we're going to be sharing today is really uh, important stuff on how do you go about building a speaking business? And we're going to be pulling back the curtain and sharing a lot of the stuff that we share with our, our students, uh, especially you on the front line. So one of the things we drive home uh, to our students is to go through our SPEAK framework. So for those of you who don't know, our SPEAK framework stands for, it's an acronym, and it stands for solve a problem, prepare your talk, uh, establish your expertise, acquiring paid gigs, and know when to scale. And this is our um, our signature program that we walk students through. And there is a very specific order and it was designed that way. And it's something that we really drive home to them, like do it in order, do not skip around, <laughs> do not shuffle and make it work. Follow it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that if, the, if you hear nothing else today, don't skip around. Um, but what are some of the mistakes? We're going to start with the negative even though we love all our students, but what are some of the mistakes students make when they first jump into the course? Yeah. Um, trying to look at everything all at once, right? So like when you sign up, you're going to get an orientation and we're going to take a look at the dashboard and all the awesome things you get and resources. And I don't know about you guys, but like my mind is drawn to all of those exciting, shiny objects. And I just want to do it all right away. And I think a lot of students are like that when they come in, right? They want to see all of the bonuses and all of like the modules and what they're about. And that overview can be helpful. But if we start diving into everything all at once, it's going to be really overwhelming and none of it's going to work as well. Right. So like Mary Alice said from the start, that speak framework is so critical. Um, so just trusting the process, like be excited for everything that's coming your way and what you have to dive into, but you know, opening everything all at once is probably not going to be a good idea for a brand new student jumping into this, regardless of the experience. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hard, but it's such a great piece of advice because, um, you know, it's like a kid in a candy shop. They want to yeah. touch everything, try everything. And not that our students are kids, but the point being like, you're so excited. You just leveled up. You, you made this commitment to yourself, to your dreams, to your speaking business. Of course you want to get your hands on everything, but 
we know from experience that that is actually going to halt your progress more than catapult you forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the, here's the other thing, because our program comes with one-on-one coaching, you will build relationship with one coach or all the coaches. We have students who go through all the coaches at different times and they will know what additional content you need. So there's, there are times that I say to somebody when they're in like module four, I want you to go to this bonus content because you're ready for it. And this is going to help you build out your pipeline. So just trust the process, like Katie just said, and know that we know what's in the dashboard and we know what's going to be useful for where you're at. And we also know that's what's just going to be more noise when you really should just be focusing on this framework. So we got you, we got your back for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of amazing content and information back there and there is a time for it, but our most successful students legitimately follow that speak framework. So yeah, and there for a reason, I mean, learn from our mistakes, right? Like we've, this course wasn't just a one and done thing, like Grant and the speaker lab and the coaches have worked to evolve this and this speak framework, it's there for a reason in the order of speak. <laughs> so, yes, um, yes. definitely, definitely trust that. Yeah. I think too, another thing that happens when you try to consume all the information you miss valuable, important information. And it, you know, we've had students who are like really excited and some even overly anxious about all the things. And like, you know, we'll get emails and boxers and post on our, our community, like, where's this, where's that? And it, it's right there, but they're trying to take so much in that they're missing critical information. So that's the other thing, like really um, walking through the roadmap as it's designed, the speak framework. Sorry, I'm using that interchangeably. I don't want to confuse anyone. Um, but we also do have a roadmap that actually helps you benchmark where you should be in the framework. So that's also super hu- useful. Um, but when 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 they're following the framework, it's amazing how they absorb all the information, the most important information, and they don't get that squirrel syndrome and then miss critical components. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that squirrel syndrome leads to, you know, that mindset of speed, I've got to get through it. I've got to get through it. And that's going to do you a huge disservice. Like there's so many students I talk to and, you know, they're like, all right, I just want to get this done. I just want to get out there and get booked to paid. Like how quick can I get through the program? And I'm like, let's reframe that question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how intentional can you get through the program? Because if speed is your overall goal, you're going to run into issues and you're going to feel all, you know, disjointed and, and chaotic, uh, as you're working through everything again, regardless of, of your experience as a speaker, um, you know, in this program, it's quality, it's intentional time spent working, whatever speed that looks like to you, as long as it's intentional and being really consistent with it. Right. And if we just have the mindset of let's get through it, well, that doesn't work really in any phase of life, no matter right. where you, you know, handle that. So it's not just the course, but um, this quality, intentional consistency theme is really going to serve you a lot more. Yeah. I love that. I love that you brought that up because it's, it's not only great advice, it's, it's sound advice. And um, I just had a testimonial interview um, with one of our students and he brought that point up naturally that you know, if you're looking to speed through this course, you're missing the education. He's like, this is like an MBA and you can't speed through that. You have to, you have to really take time and learn and educate yourself. And uh, we tried so hard to remember the quote about you give a man a fish, then he can eat. But if you give a man a fishing pole, he could eat for life. That's the quote, something like that. (laughs) But that's, it's similar to this course. You know, like if your goal is speed, you're, 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 you're missing the sustainability part of what you can rinse and repeat ongoing, which then you actually have a business and you're not just a speaker, big difference. And we're going to get into that um, in a minute, but um, yeah, this is great stuff. I love that the intentionality, the quality um, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. I say that at least once a week, if not more, because it's true. Yeah. And it's training you for your business, right? Your business is going to pick up speed and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, trying to hold on to everything at times, but enjoy this time right now because 
It's really going to serve you when your business does take off. You've got some really foundational, um, you know, pieces of knowledge and and comfort to lean back on when it does Mm -hmm. get crazy, which, you know, it's inevitable at some point. So (laughs) for sure, for sure. Yeah. Love it. Um, so great stuff. So big theme there, guys, you have to go with intentionality. It's quality over quantity. Speed's not going to get you the dream. Consistency is going to get you there. That's, that's the goal. And I think any testimonial you read on our website, any video that you see, they all say that follow the framework, be intentional. And here's the other thing, not to, you know, belabor this, but the more intentional you are, the more quality coaching you're going to receive. Because when you come to a coaching call after really digesting, let's just say solve a problem, you're going to have such phenomenal questions because you can't help but to sit there in your own time going, well, what about this? And how about if I did that? Or what if I said this? Or what if I use this word? So then you bring all of that to your coaching call And not only does the coach know that you did your due diligence, but so do you. So it's a confidence um, call with incredible quality to it because you did the work. So that's really, that's the other important factor here too. Yeah. So um, I love this next one because I I love when our students get through the speak framework and they're like, gosh, it's like so much more than I even thought. So what are our students most surprised about when they get back into the dashboard and see what we're actually putting down here at the speaker lab? Yeah. It's more than booking gigs, right? Like when you want to speak, that's immediately where your brain goes, where a lot of us are where brains go, but you are going to, you know, you're going to get to the lead phase in our program again, in the speak framework, it's in its due time, but what you're going to get out of the entire program is a sustainable business system so that you have a blueprint when you come out the other end and you have the tools and knowledge to back that up. Um, That is going to create success and scalability more than just learning how to book leads and get leads. Like there's so much more to it to actually hold on to the opportunities that are going to be presented to you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really profound because most people come here because they want to level up their speaking. We do have people who you know are great speakers, but maybe they want more of the marketing assets or more of the rinse and repeat system. But when they get back there and they see like, oh my gosh, like there's literally systems, operations, procedures all built into this that I could just take and plug into my business. And I don't know about you, but having built businesses, I know how hard that is to create that, to have that, just pass that down. Right. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of failures, a lot of mishaps. And then finally you come up with some kind of a system, right? So to just have that handed down to you, I mean, you're saving years of, um, a lot of failures and successes, of course, along the way, but, um, it, it, it's a big surprise because yes, we're going to, get your marketing situated. We're going to help you with a killer talk, but to know that when you have all of those assets and you're a confident speaker, then you also get the path to making sure that that's successful. That's like a huge, huge relief. And you have templates. We have templates for you to help back that up as well. So like, not only are you getting the created systems that work, but you're getting the templates like for emails and contracts and all of that stuff to help you hone that in more and personalize it further for what works with your business. Yeah, totally. Like I want anybody who's listening right now that is on this journey on your own. And I totally respect you. And I I think that it's admirable and it's, it's uh, I've been there and it's challenging. Like trying to build any business on your own is very challenging. So shout out to all of you, Mm -hmm. but I want you to think about, well, if you asked yourself before, like, why do I need to invest in the speaker lab? Every question that you have around your speaking business could be answered in the speaker lab. It would be answered. I'm confident about that. You know, so we sit there going, what should I put in this contract? We have an answer for you. How should I formulate this email? Well, we know that we know exactly what to tell you, you know, Um, what should be on my website? And trust me, I've looked at a lot of websites and there's a lot of things that shouldn't be on there and a lot of things that should be on there that are not on there. So all of these questions that as you're going about this on your own, 
I think that's one of the bigger surprises too. It's like, not only do you get the systems, but like you just said, Katie, you get all the in-between things. What should be on your abstract? What should be on your website? What should or shouldn't be in your contract? How do you actually navigate a phone conversation? The very first phone conversation, once somebody responds to your email, we teach you that. And so it's one of those things where it's like, no stone is left unturned, right? We talk yeah. about marketing. We talk about, um, you know, the phone conversation. We talk about when you should say no to a gig and, and when you should say yes, even if you're not going to get paid for it, because there is mm-hmm. that too. How do you monetize the room? All of that stuff is talked about. And this is a lot of the questions that I know some of you are sitting there going, oh my gosh. Yeah. What how do, do you write by contract? Yeah. <laughs> how do you scale? How do, How do you vision plan your business moving forward? Like so yep. many people don't, have never done that before or haven't done it effectively, mm-hmm. you know? So true. So true. And I think that's what I love about the speak framework is it is so it's like all encompassing and, you know, we could easily just focus on talk and stage presence and leave it at that. But I really love that when Grant formulated this, he, because he did it, right? He he lived and learned it. And he really knew that for people to be successful and to have that clarity and clear path, we give them the confidence with the talk and the marketing assets, but to have the clarity and the clear path was just as critical. So I love that it is, it's like built into the program. Um, and it does, it really does surprise a lot of our students because mm-hmm. it's the, it's the one thing you don't think about because you're so busy being creative with your talks we often forget about the business part. And so we have you covered there. Yeah. Really cool. and a lot of, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm not good at that part. I just want to, I just want to speak, but you can be good at that. If you allow yourself to be, and you put the time in and that's sure. what will help you with, you know? And yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but you almost have to get good at it. You have to. Yeah, you really do. Like, it's like, you want to lose weight. Well, you have to cook healthy and you have to move your body. I'm sorry. Like that's just the proven formula. Like just the way it works. So, you know, you you can't want something and not be committed to doing the work. I'm not saying things can't get delegated. And we even teach you how to do that. How, how do you hire someone? We teach you how to do that. When do you know? We teach you. So I'm not saying you have to do it. Uh, Yeah. You (laughs) will know, but you know, um, having a, a means or an understanding is critical. If you want to be a business owner, you have to at least know what it takes so that when you do delegate, you know what you're managing. <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> delegate and manage if you don't even know what you're managing. So yeah. it's, it's really important that you learn it. And as much as you may not like it, I mean, a lot of speakers are creatives. So getting on stage, they could do that all day, every day, running the business, forecasting, looking at the numbers, planning, not so fun, but I think it's fun the way that we did it. I think the way that we put it together. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. It's exciting and it's easy and it's, it's compartmentalized and they could see it. It's mapped out. So, um, yeah, I, I love that part of it. That part of the, the speak framework really gets me jazzed up, like talking about vision and strategy and, and what does it all look like? I love that stuff. So awesome. Uh, anything else you want to add about that? Oh, I think we covered it well. All right, cool. <laughs> we awesome. found it up. Yeah. <laughs> Rocking and rolling over here. Um, okay. So as our elite concierge, so for those of you who don't know, when you sign up for the speaker lab, you meet with Katie and she literally white glove escorts you through the whole program, showing you um, where to start, how to start, what to start, <laughs> um, you know, how to troubleshoot things. And, uh, she also coaches you. She, she's one of our coaches as well. And so you get to see Katie a lot in the program, but as the person on the front lines, cause literally you are, uh, you see our students right from the get-go. They're mm-hmm. super excited. They're ready to jump in. They want to attack all the things, right? Yeah. So what is it, what do you find yourself saying over and over again Yeah. to yourself? Probably you probably say a lot, but to our students, especially like, because there's that fine balance of like bursting their bubble being like, no, you can't do that to, okay, listen, I know you're excited. So tell us like, what, what are some things that you find yourself saying over and over again? Yeah. A lot of clarity happens with the deep breath. Right. And sometimes we all just need to take a breath past mm-hmm. the excitement and the fear. Um, one of the main things is like, as you're going through this, 
you got to celebrate your small wins, right? We all want like that big time booked gig and the website done. And we have these huge goals or they, or they seem huge at the time, but what you're forgetting to look at is, Oh, Hey, I got clarity on my audience. That's a really big win because that sets the stage for everything. And Hey, I thought of a second bullet point in my talk that can really bring like pull the audience in and grab their attention. Like you've got to celebrate yourself along the way because that's what kind of keeps that fire lit underneath you. Like you got to give yourself more credit as you're working through this. Yeah. I love this one. God, And you know, entrepreneurs are not good at this. Nope. (laughs) Right. We like to check things off and go next. Right. Yep. Get right you into the next thing. See, you should see the post-it notes I have all over my office Ugh. with like little wins or like little reminders to celebrate because well, I love we that. don't. No, we don't, but that's a great tip. So every time you have a little celebration, write a little post-it, you know, mm-hmm. but that is really a great tip. And I, I like, I get to do the testimonials with our students, which is always such a pleasure. Like, and when I reach out to people, oftentimes they'll respond and say, well, I haven't really had that big win yet. Or I don't know if I'm ready for a website testimonial. Meanwhile, they don't realize that the testimonial is the fact that you actually got through the course. You did your website, you did your demo reel, you have your talks, you're prospecting. Like we don't care if you're making millions of dollars yet, like you'll get there, but that is a huge win. So I, I love I love that something that you drive home because we all need to celebrate our wins more, but especially our students who have just made a huge investment in themselves um, and their future. So any, any accomplishment, every module should be celebrated. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And our coaches are really good about doing that too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. That's great. Um, Um, Also like, don't lose sight of your why and your impact, right? Again, you're, you're the creative, you have this message that you're getting out to people. And we just talked about all of the business aspect of this program. And sometimes we can get wrapped up in either end. Um, and so when it feels stressful, when it feels like, you know, oh man, I don't, I don't know if I can do this or man, I'm taking too long with this part. And why is this so hard? We're forgetting the impact and the why behind why you signed up in the first place. Mm. Right. So like that will, that will pull you through fear and frustration, at, you know, cause that's going to come up at some point. Um, but that why has to be your driving force. And Mary Alice, I know you like fully believe in this too, oh, gosh, like, always yeah. referring back to it, but it's huge. It keeps that motor going. Oh yeah. I call it the wind beneath your entrepreneurial wings Yep, because it is right. It's like, and, and one thing we're changing in module one is we want them to go deeper. Like we have this question, like, why do you want to become a speaker? But we're actually going deeper with that question so that they could really pull out of them. You know, why do you want to make this impact? What does it mean for your lifestyle? What does it mean for um, the people that you'll impact? Because here's the thing, when you say, like, if I was to say to a speaker, Hey, why do you want to become a speaker? Oh, well, I have this great message and I really feel like I'm, I'm being called to share my story. Well, that's a reason. And that's a great reason, but that's not your why. Right. So mm-hmm. when you go a layer deeper and sometimes you have to ask very clearly, well, what does this mean? Like, why do you want to do this in terms of the impact it'll have for your family or your lifestyle or the service that you're going to provide for the world in terms of the content that you're sharing. And then all of a sudden you see these like light switch going off and they're like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to turn to my husband and say, I got it. I'm paying for Johnny's education because of my speaking business, you know, or, Hey babe, we're, we're ready. We could buy that, that beach house or, you know, like, (laughs) and see even you're beaming and smiling and that's what it should do. It should make you, beam and smile inside out. And every time you think, wow, this is really hard. If you shift your mindset and just remember the why, you know, whatever that is for you, financially, emotionally, service-based, um, it really does help you refocus. Yeah. You'll uh, find it, a way it, to overcome it then. Regardless 100%. of what you have to do, you'll find a way. Yeah. You'll find a way to overcome it. Or here's the other thing. And this happened to me in my own business my why was profound. The avenue I was taking was no longer the right road. 
So you get to pivot and change whenever you want. That's the beauty of being an entrepreneur, right? But, and just because you started with something doesn't mean that's where you're meant to finish, but at least make sure you're giving it all it deserves. And so defining that why is really, really important and and it should move you emotionally. Absolutely. And you mentioned another point that I wasn't even thinking of, but it's so true is like, you have to be able to pivot, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're very dynamic creatures and don't let your ego box you into something that you thought was going to be your thing when it's really not your passion, when it's really not your why. So like pivoting's okay. As long as you come out happier on the other end and more fulfilled, let it happen. That's what we're here to support you through. (laughs) I, I, it reminds me of one of our students. I won't mention any names, but when he came into the program, he was very focused on one industry um, and a specific topic. And he finished the program and the whole time it was kind of like this, like, uh, 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 you know, and if it's, if it is a little bit of like a, uh, you know, something's off and you have to yes. go deeper. I don't have a word for, uh, so we're just going to go Disturbance for that. Disturbance in the forest, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just not flowing or it's not like yeah. natural. It just feels disjointed. Those are all good words. Um, you know, like that, that's, that's, that's a red flag to like, really ask yourself, am I pointing the dial in the right direction here? And so it was, I, I remember getting an email from him and he's like, you're not going to believe this, but I, I had a complete aha moment this morning and I am completely pivoting and he t- changed everything. And he was done with the program. He went through the program and, you know, and I was like, good for you. Like, that is so awesome that you're allowing yourself that room to breathe. And I always say, you need to give your business that room to breathe and evolve. And so it doesn't mean his why changed. But the, 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 the vehicle of getting to that, why just had a slight overhaul, which is totally fine. Yeah. He trusted himself and and that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, he's, he's getting gigs. Why is that happening? Because he's, he's in his, that right energy, the vibe is all aligned and that's really important, you know, especially for entrepreneurs. So yeah, good stuff. What else? What are some other things? Uh, lean on other people, right? You're like, you're not in this alone. You gotta, you know, it does take a village between the coaches and mm-hmm. your peers. Like you gotta ask questions and ask for advice. Don't be afraid to do that. Like there's so many people willing to help you and who maybe can see from that different perspective. If you hear it from one person, it may not click, but if you hear it from a different person, it may be your aha moment, right? Yeah. And you don't know that unless you interact with other people. So get social connections. So true. I, you know, the, we have our focus group call each week and it's amazing to see like the chat box blowing up and everybody exchanging, you know, like somebody says something and they're like, Hey, Cindy, can I reach out to you? Cause I'm, I'm struggling with the same thing or, or, Oh, Bob, I have advice for you. I can give you this link or I'll connect you with this person. And so getting on those focus group calls, even if you watch the replay, even if you watch the replay, you could Absolutely. still reach out to people on our circle community and connect, but those are powerful. And of course the coaching, um, you know, you're never, you're never alone in this process. You pick up your phone, you could box any coach right now and get an answer, you know, within an hour or at least by the end of the day, for sure. You know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I love that. And advice. I always make it clear too. Like you are in control of that, right? Like we can't make you reach out to other people and create those networking connections. Like you've got to take ownership of that. And that's one of the things that I drive home when we talk about this on orientations with new students is like, you're the driving force behind it. So you can make what you want to make out of it. If you passively take the course, that's the result you're going to get. If you go all in and you create those connections, you won't believe how much it'll elevate what you're already doing. Yeah, no, it's really great advice. Awesome stuff. All right. So let's talk grit. As much as I love why I love talking grit. I really do because it takes a ton of grit. And uh, this is why it's not for everyone. There's a million people who want to be speakers, but there's only a few people who will actually invest in it, get the help, get the systems and, and launch it and go full throttle into it because it does take grit. So one thing you and I know is building a speaking business is not for the faint of heart, like I just said, but how do we help our students 
here at the speaker lab understand that this, this does take work and there's no unicorns coming out of the sky and putting gigs on their calendar, <laughs> you know, there's no one knocking at their front door saying, Hey, I have a speaking gig for you. Like this takes work. And I know this is something all of us at, at, and the student success team, we we say this on the daily. It takes work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about that. And you know what? If unicorns were dropping off gigs at your front door, <laughs> it wouldn't feel as satisfying anyways. True. Right? Like, oh, you want another Great gig? Point. Okay. I guess. <laughs> Great point. Yeah. You'd be like, nah, I'm just going to sit here and, you know, watch Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad option either, I guess, depending <laughs> on who you are. But <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, the grit is that it's more just showing up and and doing the gig, right? Like when you envision yourself as a speaker, you you picture yourself booking that gig, going on stage, but you learn it right from the welcome module. I think it's like lesson number two, right in there, we go through the reason why behind every stage of the framework. And you soon realize like the grit is that it's more than just showing up for that gig. The grit Mm -hmm. is all of the little in-between pieces that it takes to work to get that gig. It's like building those relationships with someone you've never talked to before and creating that trust. It's writing up the contract and like digging into your talk to refine it every single time you perform it. Like it's, there's so many little in-betweens that you have to think of beyond just getting up there and and speaking your message out. Yeah. I mean, even though your industry is the same, every audience is going to have a small tweak here and there. So even studying the audience, um, I just spoke with someone that they sent a survey before their speaking engagement to get a pulse of the audience. And they asked a question, like a real random question about um, each person, like, um, I don't know. I forget exactly what the question was, but it's something like, you know, tell me, tell me something that was an incredible experience you had. And he actually used the responses throughout his eight hour workshop. And people were like, right. Can you imagine, can you imagine the impact that had? Because as humans, we just like to be seen and heard. So the fact that he did the survey, but then he actually used the content to have a deeper connection with his audience Wow. Powerful. And that did not take him overnight to prep for. No. That probably took him weeks to prep for. Yeah, you have to make you it. Know? You have to send it. You have to, you know, analyze it. You have to, right? And then study those. Yeah. I mean, but that that's what you're talking about. That grit yeah. of like, y- you, it's easy to just show up and do your talk, but that's not who we are, right? We want, we want an yeah. impact. And so part of that grit is really studying your audience and making sure that you're, you're making the connection and the impact, uh, in a way that is, um, you know, that gets them to think and feel and be different after you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing too, and, and I know we've talked about this is like this whole concept of like, um, and this kind of relates back to what we were talking about earlier with the speed versus intentionality. Like this is not a get rich quick scheme. Yes. We have had students who have gotten booked and paid in 90 days. And I I actually coached one of them. And he said to me on our very first coaching call, he said, I'm telling you right now, I will be booked in 90 days. I said, I got you. We will meet. And and we created an entire roadmap. And on day like 85, we had a coaching call and he's like, look at my calendar. And he was, he had multiple things, events booked on his calendar although that was fast, the intentionality and the quality was still there. He did his due diligence. He sent me emails before every coaching call. This is what I need to cover today. He did his homework. So it's not that uh, speed is not an option. You can do it fast, but this is not a get rich quick scheme. Yeah. Your effort has to back that up. And that's right. the big point, right? Like if you want to get rich quick scheme, you're you're going to want to sit on your couch and eat bonbons and let the opportunities roll in. And that is not this. It's, it's like that student you were just talking about. Like clearly there was a lot of time and dedication and work put in to match that ambitious goal. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you're right. Like the, the effort has to match in order to receive the outcomes that you're, you're looking for. Um, what else in terms of grit, especially when it comes to the, like working the pipeline, a lot of students get there and they, there's something that happens where they're like, wait a minute, 
like this should be easier. Um, it's almost like expectation hangover and they get so like caught up with the fact that it's not moving faster. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Leads are hard, especially right. If you don't have a sales background, you probably haven't had to, um, sell yourself or reach out to people that you don't know very often. So like there's this barrier that you kind of have to, you got to have to break through and nudge yourself through a little bit. Sometimes it's going to be a splash of cold water, but you're supported behind it. It's just, it's more than sending one email and getting a response back. Um, sometimes you can get a response after five emails. Sometimes you send a hundred plus emails and you don't hear back from people. And so when you're working that pipeline, you have to, I think it's helpful to see the entire journey, right? From the other person's point of view. Okay. If I get this email from a speaker, I don't know them. So Mm -hmm. either I'm going to ignore it the first time, probably I'm going to ignore it the first time. Maybe the second time I'll look them up going to get busy with other stuff. Maybe the third email from them, I'm like, okay, I'll really check out their website this time. Maybe the fourth email, then I'll respond to them, right? It's not exactly how it's going to go, but putting yourself in their shoes and kind of seeing their perspective on your emails and your process that's that you're following up on with them can be really helpful as you're getting frustrated sending all these emails back, yeah. right? These are humans you're talking to, not robots. So humans take time, right? Well, yeah. And I mean, and raise your hand if you're guilty for not opening emails that you've gotten. And my inbox right now is pathetic. I haven't opened a lot of those emails. I'm not my business. Oh, your email would stress me out. Oh Oh, yeah. Not my, not my business email, but my, my personal, like there's, I get emails every day. I don't open them. So we're all guilty of that. So you think about your prospecting and you're expecting someone to do something that you don't do yourself. There's no way anyone that's listening to this opens every single email. I'm sorry. I won't believe it. I will not believe it. (laughs) So we have to think about that, you know, like how many people reached out to you and for something and you haven't opened that email to this day. So there's that. I think the other thing too, and, and we, we go into great detail, helping our students come up with different ways, but we're, creative people. We're speakers. So get creative. There's not just one way of working a pipeline. So yeah. get creative. Um, and we, we, we talk to our students about this whole concept of putting different, different events in buckets of like importance and how to work them differently. But that's, that's something that we need to think about too, outside of the box and then the standard operation. And I think sometimes people are like, I've sent so many emails. I'm like, well, what else can you do? You know? Yeah. Standard operations get boring, right? Like how can you put your spin on it? And, you know, it's not the most fun thing to do for everybody, but how can you make it more enjoyable in the process? And that's probably bringing a little of your personality and creativity into it. Totally. Totally. And it does that. That's the part that takes a lot of grit. I mean, besides the grit of going through the speak framework and working it properly, um, it's, it's when you're done and you have to continue to build this business. Um, you know, the most successful people have that deep, profound why they have a vision and strategy for their business and they can, they connect to it. You know, they, they read their vision, they check in with their strategy every 90 days or weekly. I like to look at my strategy on a weekly basis and then break it down into days. But when you have that all defined, which is something we help you do, it's much easier to stay in the game. And, um, your endurance has a, a, uh, sustainability versus getting completely exasperated <laughs> and, you know, um, because it can be a lot, I'm not gonna lie, you know, yeah. uh, and it's okay to get frustrated. It's okay to be upset and pissed off and all that stuff. That's fine. You could, you could have those feelings, but you have to wipe your knees off and get back in the game. And what does that, what helps you do that is the why the vision and the strategy without yeah. that. I call, this is what I call, you're just throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. And mm-hmm. that is what leads to burnout every time. So, and that's what leads to people not believing in your mind. If you don't believe in your message and your why, how are you going to expect someone else to sell, you know, to be sold that message and that why? So yeah. it can be really obvious if you're not dead set on that message and you're trying, you're not getting responses back, you know, how, how deeply are you believing in yourself and in your message then? Yeah. No, it's true. Really true. There's a, there's a, an image that I love. And when I lead some of the like 
group calls, I always have it in one of my slide decks and it's um, a stacked image. The one on the person on the bottom is in a cave and he's got this pickaxe and he turns around and he is like so close to reaching diamonds on the other end of that wall. And if he would have just kept going a little further, mm. he would have made it to the diamonds. And then the person on top of the graphic, he's doing the same thing, but you can see he's just powering through, not giving up and he's going to hit that. But wow. it's usually at that threshold of frustration where a lot of people turn around and they're like, all right, this isn't for me. So that is why that why is so critical because that's going to get you past diamonds. that wall. Yeah. 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 We want the diamonds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, I, you know, with everything that we just said, it, it is the difference between people who do get bit booked um, at an accelerated rate versus those that take a little longer. It, it's everything that we've kind of been talking about today from the beginning of the program all the way through to working your pipeline. And I think the common thread throughout it all is, you know, what we've been talking about, like this intentionality and um, consistency and really having the why and the vision and the strategy. But there is also the mindset piece, right? Of fear and the imposter syndrome. So that's something we talk about a lot with our students. So let's just touch on that for a little bit. Yeah, I mean- anytime you do something new, right, there's going to be some piece of unknown. And I think that's where that fear and that imposter syndrome draws up a little bit, but that's so normal. Like Mm -hmm. if you're not feeling that fear and that imposter syndrome, you're, you're probably way too comfortable and we need to get you out of your comfort zone. (laughs) Totally. Nothing good happens in comfort zones. That's a buzz quote that's been going around Instagram for the last three years, but it's true. Yeah. Um, So if you're uncomfortable and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? But you also have that passion, like we're, we're going to help you push through that. Cause (laughs) you know, it it needs to happen. Totally. I think I said this on one of the podcasts, but I love when a student comes on a call and they're just like, I'm just really struggling. And I'm like, all right, let's, you know, let's talk about it. What, you know, I just have the worst case of imposter syndrome. I'm like, yes, that's so good. And they're like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, no, that's really good. That's, that's, that's like great that you're having that. And that, you know, that means like you're playing bigger and they're just like, oh, okay. It's almost like, you know, we do this. It's like mental aerobics, right? It's like, oh, imposter syndrome, bad. I should have bad feelings about it. Meanwhile, it is really just a red flag that you're going somewhere that you've never been. And yes, that can be scary. You're allowed to be afraid. It's totally fine. It's just like all of us speakers, like, once we get on stage and get going, we're fine. But every one of us has that like before we get on stage, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just like, you got to check yourself a little bit. But um, imposter syndrome, I think is such a great sign that you're you're leveling up. You're taking yourself yeah. and your life and your business and you're speaking to the next level. So that's okay. The only time it's not okay is if it paralyzes you and you go run and hide. That's a problem. But if you come to your coaching call and you're like, Hey, I am struggling with imposter syndrome. If you come to my call, we're going to celebrate it. And then we're going to figure it out, you know, but somehow celebrating that as like the best advice I can give around that is get really curious about your imposter syndrome. Don't let it debilitate you. Be like, Ooh, okay. This is going, this is about to teach me something about myself. I'm going to get curious. I'm going to journal about what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. And nine and a half out of 10 times, it's going to be because you're playing bigger and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's the fight or flight, right? A lot of us want to flee, but it's that ancient brain kicking in of like, all right, there's a threat. It's going to kill me or I've got to run away. And we still have that instinct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't quote me on what part of the brain that's from. (laughs) I can tell you, (laughs) but like also reminding myself too, it's like, this is, this is like an instinct that's been there, you know, years and years and years and years that, that it's just naturally something we have to work through. So it's normal. You're not, you know, uh, different than anybody else feeling those feelings. So just, just know that's literally part of what makes you human and that's fine. Totally. And, and I mean, not to get too scientific here, but the brain, believe it or not, the brain doesn't like to think that's why we have habits, right? I always say, when's the last time you thought about getting in your car, turning it on, putting in reverse, pulling out of your driveway. You couldn't remember because you don't, you don't think about that. You just do it. 
When's the last time you actually had to think about how to tie your shoes? You don't, you just do it because the brain doesn't like to think. So when you're forcing the brain to have to think, it will resist. And so that's part of the imposter syndrome. The brain is resisting this different way of thinking and like this, this fear of like stepping up to this next level, like, whoa, you're making me work too hard here, girl. Like, no, thank you. So we have to remember that too. And so there's like a, a physical, emotional, and a rational way to look at imposter syndrome. And I think once we don't feed the beast of imposter syndrome, we can really see it for what it is and then move on which is yeah. a beautiful thing. So and comparisons, right? Like not to stay on this tangent, but like comparisons play a big role into that. And um, if you are so absorbed in like social media and looking at what other people are doing yeah. and comparing yourself to someone who's been in this for 10 plus years, you're like, oh man, I'm, I could never be that. Yeah. Well, they started where you are too. So like also be aware of what you're looking at every morning when you wake up or before you're going to bed, what is going through your mind to feed that voice in your head that's saying, I can't do this, so or true. I'm not going to be good at this because that has a huge impact on your imposter syndrome. Yeah. I mean, preach that is so true. <laughs> and I mean, personally, I think social media should be banned and there shouldn't yeah. be any social media anymore <laughs> because it's just ruining our world. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> But that is so true. It's like, what are you reading? What are you looking at? What videos are you watching? How are you comparing yourself? Really be cautious. And there's going to come a time in your business where my best advice for you would be to shut everything off. Don't follow a single person. If you want to follow for research purposes, marketing, create a separate email and you could opt into things and only view it certain times. But I did that in my business. I stopped following everyone. And it was the best thing that ever happened for me because I was like, Oh, I, I got this. I'm good. You know, I can breathe. Right. It's like real, it's real content now. And, uh, yeah, I went on it. I called it an an unfollow spree and it felt like scary at first. I'm like, Oh my gosh, but how am I going to keep tabs on my industry? But it was so much more easier to generate content after Mm -hmm. that and think of my own thoughts because the noise was gone. Yeah. I mean, there's no new words, right? So you're going to write something similar to somebody that's in the same industry. You're going to speak about something similar uh, in the industry. But when you unfollow, you realize no one's going to speak about it the way I'm going to speak about it because I am who I am, you know? So I called it mind my own business, literally. And so- that's Love a good, that. <laughs> that's a good move to just mind your own business literally. And that imposter yeah. syndrome won't be as loud. I'm not saying it's going to go away, but it won't be as loud. Um, Absolutely. yeah. Love this. Great. This is really great advice. So to wrap up, what advice would you give someone who knows that they have a message? And there's a lot of people out there that really have a profound message, uh, but they're not sure how to get it out there. Right. They love speaking but they, they just don't know, like, how do you do all the things? How do I become a successful um, speaker and own a successful speaking business? What advice would you give to them? Can I just say, sign up for our program? <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Like, we know that works. So. <laughs> Let's just end on that note. But um, in doing so, in signing up, I mean, you're going to start off with the foundation, right? If you are wanting to get booked and you reach out to somebody without your thoughts in order, you can get booked. It's going to feel a lot harder and a lot scarier, you know, Mm -hmm. if you don't have all of the right elements in place. So, you know, event bookers are business people. They're expecting that, you know, your message inside and out and that, you know, your business inside and out and it's seamless. Yeah. It's going to be the difference between you or somebody else at that point. So, Mm -hmm. You know, if you start with that foundation, you're going to have all of the right solid building blocks in place to take it next level every single time you are ready to scale and up level. Um, and that's what that's what the program does for you. So if you have a message and you want to get it out there, do yourself a favor and get the business part down too. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a matter of, you know, for those who are listening that aren't students already, it's a matter of, do you want to save yourself time, money, and energy? and get the answers and all the components in a one-stop shop, or do you want to go DIY it? And, and, you know, it might take longer. It might take a lot more energy and, 
there's no right or wrong answer. It, that's for you to decide. But if you do want to learn more, definitely book a strategy call. We'll make sure that there's one in the notes uh, below where you can speak to one of our coaches and really understand like where you are in your business or your, your speaking uh, journey and how we can help you get to, um, you know, uh, really on more stages and really making a, a stronger impact to more people. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's really the goal for speakers. Yeah. And of course, yeah. And of course, um, make more money, maybe quit your full-time job, right? Maybe buy that beach house or pay for little Johnny's college education. I don't know. There's a lot of people driving around in clonkers. Maybe you want a new car. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but whatever it is, you know, at least do yourself the service of exploring how the speaker lab can help you do that. Because every day we watch people achieve their dreams and it's, it's amazing. And to watch them do it in a way that they have the confidence, they have the clarity and they have that clear path. It's really, it's, it's such an honor to be a part of it. And, um, I know, I know I feel that way. And I know you do too, Katie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. We hope that this advice helps both students, especially if you're a new student, definitely listen to this podcast. Um, well, I guess you did. If you're listening to this park, so good job. <laughs> Shout out to you. We're proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are uh, not a student and you're an aspiring speaker, this is great advice for you too. And, and the intentionality, the quality of your work um, and how you go about building your business, it, it really all does matter. Uh, we're here to support you. We appreciate you listening. We hope you guys all have a fabulous day. Thanks Katie for being with me. Thanks. All right, there you have it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, I want you to know that we do this podcast simply because we want to serve and support speakers like you. We don't charge anything for you to listen, but in return, we do have one small favor to ask. Would you be willing to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening right now? Hit that subscribe button. Also, leave us a rating and review within iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to these podcasts. We read every single one of them, and they also help other people to find the show. Also, if you are looking to take the next step in growing your speaking business, be sure and check out thespeakerlab.com. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com. We've got a ton of free resources and tools there, and you can also learn more about the programs that we offer, which include one-on-one -on -one coaching. Our mission here is to help you find the confidence, clarity, and clear path that you need to own your speaking success. So again, check us out over at thespeakerlab.com. As always, we appreciate you hanging out with us, and we'll catch you next time. You're awesome.